Welcome to Lift and Love Conversations, where we are building a supportive culture around LGBTQ families in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'm Allison Dayton from Lift and Love, and I will show you how to lean into your spiritual discomfort to deepen and grow your testimony of Jesus Christ. And I am Jenny Hunter of Jenny Hunter Coaching. I will help you identify obstacles that could get in the way of sustaining healthy relationships and realizing the blessings of being an LGBTQ family. Each week, we will bring you lessons we've learned through our own lives, the experiences of families we've worked with, and conversations with amazing experts. Hello, our Lift and Love community. We are back, Allison and I, and it Hello. is August here, but it's a little bit crazy in the world right now. This Delta variant's going everywhere. My kids are back to school, and then one of my kids is already quarantined. I have four kids that um, I'm going out to Utah and going to be with Allison next week because I have four kids going into college next week and setting those kids so all up. crazy. That is no. just a staggering number right there. And they're 3,000 miles away. We're in Florida. It's very sad. It's like, you'll it's have a, to move uh, to Salt mama. Lake. I know. You'll I keep going, move. John. We need a condo out there. My kids, you know, when, because I only have two at home now and four there. Like the numbers are more out there than here. Like, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We well, need come to be bi coastal. <laughs> it's pouring rain these days, which we needed desperately oh, out yay. here. It's been so, this, it was so stormy and crazy last night. And, um, but it was good because we had a fire in the canyon behind us. So, oh, that's perfect for the fire. I know, I know. And I don't have, I have one child who's been at BYU and hasn't come home. So, for the first time, I don't have like an off to school moment. So, when you go by the Target section, are you buying back to school supplies for you? (laughs) (laughs) If it's a pen, yes. I know. I kind of still love the new marker pack. I have such a problem with that. Yes. I bet. It's hard for me not to, I'm like, oh, they're so cheap right now. I should get 10. <laughs> well, and their <laughs> colors are so pretty. Yes. I yes. stock, I am a pen hoarder. Oh, I love it's it. The I worst, a pen and notebooks. I always think a new notebook's going to get me more organized. <laughs> yes, but you're, you didn't have children came home, but you had some new additions this week. Yes. Our chickens are starting to lay eggs. And for any of you who've ever had chickens, it's a big deal. We I took on the chickens when we moved to this house. We got them on Easter and I have been loving these babies, these little eight chicks for, I can't wait. I don't know, 20 weeks. And the other day they, one of them finally started laying. It was like this big moment for all of us. (laughs) I feel like that's huge. That is a big deal. It's like, you're so silly. I know. Like it would be nice if like, I, I, I keep telling to my kids, it'll be nice when you get off the payroll. It's like, kind of like the chicks are off the payroll. They're giving back yeah, to you. Exactly. I love it. Oh, oh my well, gosh. Oh my we're gosh, not here hilarious. to tell. Yeah. Today we love like talking, but we're not here just to tell you all our woes and all our good things, but <laughs> we are here to continue because we, we did the podcast, how I stay. And I think it's 22, 22, yeah. 22, how I stay. And we got really great feedback on it. So I think it resonated with a lot of you of like, okay, yes, I do want to say, but how am I staying and why I'm staying? Really, it was why I stay. That's the, sorry, that's the podcast. So today we're going to talk about how we stay because it's sometimes tricky and we don't want to not really kind of give you some tools of, because it changes things. um, You know, when you are 
LGBTQ family and your child comes out, usually part of that process is you start thinking a little bit differently from your friends and your ward members. Mm-hmm. And that can make your brain feel really uncomfortable because our brains like to look around, think, oh, we're all thinking the same and we're all feeling the same thing. And then your child comes out and you have some real questions that you bring to the Lord and the Lord starts teaching you things and you feel this like dissonance from the group, you know, and our bodies are wired to be like, the pack mentality, the go, you know, the group well, thing. Yeah, pack the pack provides the safety, right? Right. So that's an evolutionary thing that's at work there. And and as LDS people, we're really good at pack mentality. We really we, are. We do it really well, and I think it serves us well in so many many ways. Yep. And it does not service in some ways because when there's those that are out of the pack, not only do they feel out of the pack, but we tend to treat them like they're out of the pack a little bit. Yeah. You know, like someone who's single divorced, right. yeah, they have a child who's got a drug addiction or um, has dropped out of school or, you know, there's, there's a myriad of ways that we feel othered. And, and I like to view it, Allison, where like Christ is on the top of the mountain and we're all going up these different trails. Yes. And when you have that nuclear, we used to call them the inside cover families, right? You, you are, you feel like there's a lot of people on your, on your trail. Like you are like with your people, everybody's there. Like everybody's walking the same. Everybody's talking the same. It's a very comfortable, well-trodden trail. Right? Yes. And it feels that, very, com- it feels very good. Very, very safe. Good. Very safe. Yeah. And then for me, when I became LGBTQ family, I really felt like, oh, the Lord's like, oh no, your trail's over here. You were just confused. You're going up the mountain this way. <laughs> I have and I'm a looking around going, for you. Yeah. There's this different path. And I'm like, wait, the, who's on this path with me? I don't see, where's my friends. I like to be alone. <laughs> yes. They, they, it was so much easier and I knew where to go and I knew how to get up. And this new path feels can feel lonely and can feel a little bit dangerous sometimes. And, you know, sometimes when our brain gets in these moments of like feeling a little friendless, we like the the three Fs, the fight, fight, flight, or freeze, right? Right. And so we're going to help you give some survival things in your backpack, (laughs) up this pack, your cute backpack. It's got to be cute, right? Your darling, (laughs) well-packed pack. Well-packed pack. That makes you feel comfortable. Yeah, that's right. Just survive because this is your community. Most and, uh, interactions at church are going to be great. Right. And these are people who have loved you and do love you. Right. And, um, and, 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 also, and they the don't think that's changed is how you're thinking about them yeah. and how you're right. Like you're the one who's changed. So recognize that. Yeah. And, and they haven't learned yet. So we have a lot of teaching to do and the world has a lot of learning to do. So let's put also a disclaimer on this too. Like you've been moved to this other trail. And I know that some people are like, okay, I'm not going up the mountain anymore. Meaning like, I'm not going to church anymore. Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. and it just is too pain. That trail is too steep for them. Right. We have to honor that because that I'm not saying that they're not going to find Christ. Like Christ is still in this with them. Like we're all the whole human kind on our earth is going, finding Christ, right? It's, we're all of his brothers and sisters, and this is all the plan. But um, if you cannot continue on this journey, like we want to honor that and realize like 
like what we're saying, take what you can from it. But if you cannot sit in the pew, we have no judgment with that. Right. And if your kids can't stay, your LGBTQ kids can't stay on the the journey. We all absolutely understand that too. And, and that's a real safety issue for them because for many children who are LGBTQ, the church is just not a safe place for them. I mean, you have to have kind of, yeah, you have to have an extraordinary ward who um, is working through this actively to have a safe place. And we're we're getting more and more of those. We are. And the the reason we're doing this podcast is to help you make a safer place. Like staying on this path actually makes it safer for people behind you. Yeah. So, So that's what we really are. We're trying to empower you to realize, oh, if somebody had done this for my child, this would have been a better experience for them. And so it's now yes. our turn to do it for people behind us. Okay. Right. Okay. So Jenny in our darling, my leather backpack, my leather with leather, maybe leather is too heavy. <laughs> maybe I need like a North facey kind of thing. So some like, yeah, I want it like technical material. <laughs> Something that I'm sure all weather. <laughs> like my husband has them in the garage from some those bags. Oh, but no, what do we put in this? Yeah. What okay. do we put in this? Okay. So you, you have to kind of reframe where, how you're thinking and like how you visualize your journey up. And when your child com- comes out, like you had this, we all had this like map of how we were getting to Christ and what we we're doing with our family and this vision of like for your child and for your family's life. And mm-hmm. now the map is changing. Okay. Well, the, so the first yeah, thing- we're, we're taking a new path on the map, right? right? the map is like, oh, this, this, this path was not on my map. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to call it your emotional map. Like your visual of your path going up is now changing. Okay. And it's really, really important that you create a visual image of like the goals that you want for your child and for your family on this, because right. I know for my son, I had to really change my expectations, what his spiritual journey looked like. And so I changed my goals kind of for myself and for him on it. That's really good. Well, and I was thinking about my son as he came out. So I grew up in a family with a a gay brother and uh, my parents, I don't, they didn't worry about my brother's eternal progression, eternal salvation. They knew that they had been sealed in the temple and they just had faith kind of, and I've said this before, but my mom said she'd never even considered that that they wouldn't all be together in this, in the celestial kingdom or in heaven or whatever. She was so good. Like, and that's why when Jake came out, it was so easy for you not to feel. Yeah. And that wasn't, that was not my concern. I knew this was a, a, a spirit child of heavenly parents and that they had him because they were, they were in it with me already. I already had felt it several times. I felt the spirit saying, you know, giving me peace. And I'd asked for peace. So my concern when this child came out, when my child came out was that he it was healthy and whole and he, he was not healthy. He was so, he was diving into a deep depression at the end of high school. And um, so that was my goal. How do I, how do I stabilize this child? How do I get him healthy so that he can keep moving through life, go on to college, um, meet friends, right. like overcome some of these issues that, you know, that have sort of stacked up in their way as he was understanding the fact that he was gay. And I think that's so interesting because I think because your brother kind of, 
had a hard time with this, then you knew that was essential, right? Like, so you knew to go to that. And I did not have that. I had more of the issue of like, oh, like he's not going to go on a mission like the other grandsons, like, like this legacy, this LDS legacy. Mm -hmm. I had to like really fight this, um, what I thought was successful for my child and what this vision of what I thought was important. Mm -hmm. And you, because you had your brother, you immediately understood it's more important for him to be healthy and whole. And if he's not healthy and whole, then he can't have the spiritual part. Yeah. My brother was not a while. Yeah. And my brother was not healthy and whole. Yeah. So so you saw, I knew what that looked like. Right. You you knew, you knew the danger of that, right? Well, the devastation that was that he caused himself and others. And that was caused to him. I mean, just devastation on that trail. So while I was already on the trail, um, I was, my, my fear was more, I don't want Jake's trail to look like that. Right. And so, so I think when we are not exposed to what you were exposed to, we don't get that. That's the most important thing, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So your goals for your child might be that they feel just a hundred percent that they are not broken. Right. 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 And that, yeah. And that might include a therapist or. Yeah. And my end goal on that is the same as it's always been. Like I want a child who is whole and healthy and connected to the savior. Right. And that that didn't always look the same. But I kind of made the error of like, well, if you just keep doing the spiritual things that will make you whole and healthy. Mm -hmm. And it took me, if we check all the boxes. Yes. And then after a couple of years, I was like, oh, this isn't working. This is making it worse. Mm -hmm. And that was hard for me to go through that process because it's kind of like you keep the commandments, you prosper in the land, right? That, Mm -hmm. and I really do believe that, but I didn't realize the damage that was being done. And so it took me going through it with Nick saying, oh no, he needs me to focus on this versus what, like, where is he on the spiritual path? emotional path. And then you can add the spiritual path because you can't, your child's got to be emotionally feel whole. And then the spirit, it's almost like the higher law of like, yeah. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah, you have to have the safety and security. Then you have to feel part of a group and then, you know, yeah, all, all of that adds on to self-actualization and being able to reach out towards God. Yeah. And so when you're going to make these decisions, like my child's not going to youth night or things like that, you might hear some opinions from other people from the other path of like, you're Mm -hmm. doing it wrong. Right. Why doesn't, why don't you get your child to young men's or young women's or whatever? Are they going to seminary? And, and I, and I love those leaders. I'm one, I was one of those leaders. Like, how can we support you? Like, I, I'm not saying that leaders shouldn't be doing that. Like, but you might need some resiliency and some thoughts about your child's path. And I have just going to, and I'll put these in the show notes, but I have a couple of thoughts for you to just kind of put in your back pocket for you to think about for your map and your map for your family, because people are going to have opinions about what you're doing. We'll We're put those community. Yeah. We'll put them on the map. Legend. <laughs> Little notes. Legend oh, for you. Yes. you can imagine what's the, there's probably a game that's like, Oh, you hit, you hit the, well-intentioned ward member <laughs> popsicle 
Oh dear. Like, are they relentless what am I minister? To do with that, I, it's very painful, and I mean, like, they're saying coming from love, but it doesn't feel like love. I yes. just got home from church, and I'm curled up and up all on my couch. Um, right, like, right. I get my map app and look at like what that means and what how I need to get over that <laughs> and how I need to process it. And so, here right. are some thoughts to help you process it. Like, one I love is like, okay, when somebody says something to me, like, what am I making? What they're saying to me about me because what their opinions aren't about me. It's about where they are. And so yes. I try to where, where, what their part is. And then what do I make their words mean about me? The other one is what if it's okay that others don't understand you and your child? I love that one because they don't understand. And, um, and how could I, they? Right. And we don't understand their family, like giving no. them grace. Right. Yeah. Um, and what might be different about your energy and your map and your path, if you believe like your path was perfect for you and your family, and it was for you to support it, not others, yeah. like you were the ones essential. And then two more I have is the church has given us great guidance, but as individuals, we ultimately go to God for our personal revelation. Mm-hmm. Like it is you co-parent with heavenly father with your child. And heavenly mother, like they are, the bishop's going to give you great advice. The state president's going to give you great advice, but ultimately it's between you and your heavenly parents on the revelation. And the last one is I can disagree with some of the church guidance and still be a faithful member. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I, I'll go and ahead. And that gives you, um, I like the last one. It might be the scariest for most of us, Yeah, but I will tell you that um, it's almost the one that that will often save people because if you think that you still have to do church the same way mm-hmm. but you can't then then you might break over that rather than yeah, saying you think you hmm, have to go this right. isn't working for me you know um showing up on a sunday when i absolutely know that they're teaching like something that will trigger me mm-hmm. that isn't going to be safe for me but i i have to go and, you know, there's, we're meant to have agency and to take care of ourselves. And, and self-reliance is a very big part of our church. And um, this, what we're talking about is a self, this backpack is self-reliance for an LGBTQ family. And mm-hmm. nobody in the room is going to understand what that looks like unless they've been there on the road. So right. it is a divine principle to, to do, to do what you need to do to take care of your family. And remember you're reaching out to the savior. So how can you, how can you go wrong? And, and just say to him, I'm, I feel like I shouldn't go today. And you pray about that and you, you know, however that feels and he'll guide you. Right. And still do practices that will make you feel like you're going up your path to the savior. Yeah. You know, it's just different. That's why I'm saying like have a vision of the goal. And I like to have like almost short time, short, like a, a year ago. Like right now I'm focusing on this with Nick, right. Mm-hmm. Or this with myself. And like, or it can be like problem specific. So say there's a problem up, right. You know, they're getting ready to go to college or, or you know, yeah. like it's how not lifetime here. It's no. not like it, we're not talking the plan all the way you know, let's take it. We're, we're kind of in stress. And, and as elder Uchtdorf said, when you get in stress, you slow down, you don't speed up and work yes. through it. You, you down slow down so you can take the bumps easier. Yes. It's not a race up the path. I love that visual. Like no. just 
Take Eternity it is a long, 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 time. long, long time. Yes. Um, so, you know, I was thinking about, um, we did some, we were talking about some training with, for our youth last night. And one of the things that they talked about, Anita, our trans mom, who's so wise. Oh, so good. Oh, she's so wise. So wise. We're going to bring her back on, but um, just so you guys can get to know her better and better. But um, she talked about role-playing. So something is going to be hard at church. Let's role-play it as a family. Yeah. Let's talk about what we've learned as a family. And we're going to take that in our heart and they're going to teach things that will add to, and maybe bump up against, but we're okay because this is what the, the Lord is teaching our family. I love this. Cause it goes into our number two, what you yeah. need in your pack nourishment, nourishment. Yeah. Because it's part of that. It's that it role really is because on the other path, like you had lots of nourishment, lots of like, Oh, walking up that path so well, you're doing this so well. And then you get down to this other path and you're like, who's, who's here? Like, I don't see anybody I recognize. <laughs> or any, sometimes you think you're completely alone on the path, yes. which by the way, find the people <laughs> you aren't, you are not, right. but you know, cause at the very least you are, um, we find that there's a lot of people with faith crisis who are on their faith, you know, they're on a faith spectrum and you have a lot of the same kind of questions. Right. And to be honest with you, like everybody's on that original path, but the Lord at some point puts everybody on a different path. Like more people in your ward are struggling than they are not. And I agree. And this is the growth path. I think it is. Yeah. Everybody is eventually gets on their growth path, but on every path, just like we need food and water daily, our souls need validation. Like we, our spirits, we really, it's a need to be feel validated. And it was much easier to feel, get that nourishment for our, our soul and our spirit. And now it's like, those, what my normal validation of like, yes, I'm doing it right. I'm not getting anymore. And so you have to learn how to Mm -hmm, self-validate. And the first part of this is really saying like, if I, if, if somebody was saying to me, like, what do you need to hear? Like, what do I hope that that person would tell me? Cause then you need to get into the practice of telling it to yourself. Yeah. Okay. And so after you aren't always looking for someone's advice or opinion, you're just really looking for them to confirm that you're doing it right. So it's really essential that you um, really start believing in your map and your, what you're visualized, that it is the best and it is the best for your family. And you start saying and thinking thoughts that are encouraging you and validating you. You know, you know that. um, So in my past life, I ran a, design group that did final for the walls. Right. And yes. one of the things that everyone had on their walls was in this family, we do blank, blank, mm. blank, blank, blank. Like what if you set some time aside, okay. like maybe just during your Sunday dinners or like when you're sitting down, like what is, what do we as a family stand for and what will, will connect our family to Christ in this rough time. You in that. this family, we, um, we pray for guidance in this family. We, embrace all the changes we're going through in this family. We love everyone. You know what I mean? You could just yeah, have your, yeah. in this family, kind of your family uh, proclamation and, and validation right. that you can go to in those hard times. Yeah. And so that, that would be really, really important because our brains like to judge us and we like to judge as people. We're just, that's where our brains are um, kind of wired to focus on the negative. And so well, if you get into these habits of 
kind of like we're on the same team, like having your kids kind of have this vision of like, we're on this amazing path now. Like, like, like we don't have to judge this path. We don't have to think we're doing it wrong. We're just doing it different. Just because it's different now doesn't mean it's wrong. And remember we're, we're explorers. We're going to stumble. We're going to go up a wrong path, but we trust ourselves that we'll get back on a path that will get us where we need to go. Right. But you're going to have those moments where you're going to feel bad and insecure and feel like this is the wrong path. And you're going to feel negative about it. And you're going to be like, my friends aren't here. They are not treating me the same. I don't feel like I could talk to them about this stuff. And you're going to feel really negative in those moments. Do not judge yourself. Part of self-validating is saying, I'm going to have negative moments and I'm going to love myself through those. And to love yourself through those is look at yourself, talk to your, like, so many of my clients bring something that they're being dealing with something in their life and they're being so self-critical of themselves. And I'm like, how you're telling me this would, if your child brought this to you, how would you talk to them? They'd like, Oh, I never, I would say this, 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 this. I'm like, why aren't you saying that to yourself? And they're like, Oh, because I could do better. I should do better. (laughs) Right. And I'm like, no, these are the moments like actually the opposite happens when you take care of yourself in those moments where you feel like you're falling off the path and you are not happy about it is when you get out of those moments faster, when you talk to yourself, like you would to your child or that your best friend, or where you really take care of yourself emotionally and validate yourself, then those negative emotions go away quicker. So my part of your nourishment is really validating. And when you're feeling it hard, like really take care of yourself emotionally in that moment. And sometimes that's walking away. Like we talked about, like, mm-hmm. we're saying like this calling, going to the bishop saying, I love serving this church, but this calling, I can't do it anymore and not have judgment about yourself. With mm-hmm. that. But I would be, we had a mom who was just in too much pain over her calling and just felt like she could do um, actually the organ. And it reminds me that uh, I had a mom in my last ward who was, did the org played the organ and had um, an LGBTQ child. And it was painful for her too. Hey, and organ players are hard to find these days. That's a lot. I <laughs> know it is. It is. And, and, and just know um, you are going to get advice from people that you're going to get nourishment from people that you don't want <laughs> is going to be like painful. No, I mean, and Jenny and I, we, we intended to do this podcast yesterday morning. We actually did it twice. Yes, and I forgot to push time. record the second. Which time. is totally you know what, and it's gotten a little bit different this time. So I think like, yeah, this is right. How the Lord wanted it. Yeah, this is right. But I had had breakfast with a dear friend who had um, had a judgment about my path that was like exquisitely painful, and it took me um, it took me by surprise. I mean, I'm not new at this. And I got in the car and called Jenny after, and I was like late for the pod to record the podcast. I'm like, I am, this has just happened. And I don't know how to deal with this or what to make of it. And she's like, isn't that so great? Just, this is exactly what we're talking about on our podcast. So you were just prepared. I'm like, I don't want to be, I don't like this pattern. No, like this is like, we see this over and over again. Like we're talking about something and we uh, we're preparing for the podcast. And then the Lord just like throws the fireball of this pain point. I'd like like, you to really feel this for a few minutes so that we can talk acute. We can be more specific, but we can be very empathetic to this. It's it's painful. And it did give me a little silver lining. Like, yeah, okay. 
so that that wasn't just painful, but maybe informative. And then I spent the rest of the day sort of weeding through what was said and what how I interpreted what was said. Let's be real. Um, right. And which brings us to our third, because oh, we yeah. have the, the yes, yes, the yes. Vision. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, this is perfect. This We have the vision of where you're going, the direction where you're going. You need the map. You need the nourishment because you're going to need nourishment on this path. And you're going to need the first aid kit because you're going to have bruises and you're going to trip and get cut and, trip. and yeah, there will be wounds. There There's going to be will wounds. Be wounds. Allison felt that yesterday. And so like the first thing, like you're you, part of that first aid kit is like the, the first responders, right? Yeah. Allison, like what so, do I need now? Yeah. So, so say, you know, the fires up in the Canyon behind us up in Parley's Canyon. Um, so the first thing that they do is they go in and they fight the fire, right? They get the fire out, they get the people, they, they get the people out and they make sure that everybody's okay. They clear the buildings around. They make sure everybody's okay. A fire, somebody that comes across an accident, you find out if everybody's okay. Um, everybody's breathing, stop get everybody safe, you know, far from the incident and stop the bleeding. And then, and I love this, this is from Heidi Swap, this first responder. And I just love this, but, um, and then, you know, you don't, this isn't where you say, okay, who did what, and what did you do wrong here? And right. you know, no. we don't, you don't do that. You take care of the needs yeah. and then you move into an examination of that pain. And so, before we move that real quick, I just want to throw a couple of questions out. Like what, how are you oh. in the habit of like, what do I need right now? Like when you're feeling these wounds, like I want you to like, ask yourself, what does my body need? What yeah. does my mind need? What does my spirit need? Like what will make you feel better, more stable, healthier, or more balanced because yeah. you're thrown off. Okay. And so you I need have, to, like, a, I have a playlist that is just, yep. it's my, in fact, I should post it when I'll post it today maybe i'll start posting some on my and yeah and i'll link it in forgive the, me that now. there's our disney songs on my church playlist <laughs> don't judge the playlist don't judge no. the playlist but and, and you're probably still in that for you right now like you're still assessing like you're still healing right like you're uh, yeah, still part I, of like stopping I, I, the I think i yeah i think i'm I, the bleeding is fine and i recovered from that but yeah you, we need to take care of ourselves again it's like the nourishment like we got to be okay. Like, let's make sure that we're okay. And I think until we're okay, we're not able to really do go to the next step, which is examine what happened, examine the pain. Yeah. As Jenny, um, has in her tools, um, has, and like, um, the Gottman Institute, like they said that the most successful marriages, like every marriage is going to have fight, but when you have a fight, if you then the next step, when the heat is off and um, it's over, kind of that you both can sit down and say, what happened here? Like, what triggered me? Like you said this, and then I thought this, and I said this, and like, how did it get this way? Yeah. And that like, examination of that pain is really what, where we learn. Right. That's the fire, you know, the fire marshal who's saying, okay, let's see. It looks like this started at the road. It it was yeah. a catalytic converter on some car. It went up this way. The storms blew it this way. You know, that's the, the analysis of what happened. So you, this, at this part, we have to get really honest with ourselves and we also have to be very generous with others. Yes. So in my, yeah. my situation, and as I've like, just peeled it back, peeled the onion back, cause it is a bit of an onion that makes you cry. Right. You, um, I realized that I was sharing things 
very sacred to my heart and to my experience um, along this path, this other path that this woman is not walking on. Right. And doesn't have the understanding you have. Right. And, and isn't learning. And to her, it looked threatening. It looked like really good understanding. It was looked like something like I was losing my, I I think I I was losing my faith in the things that she believed. Yes. But yet I have a greater faith in the things that I'm being taught. So I I'm able to look at it and say, I made a, I made a really bad error in sharing things in my excitement to share with her. I shared things that were sacred teachings that I'd learned and that have strengthened me but were un that she couldn't understand. She's not ready for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and she might never need those yeah, in, that information. I love that to kind of be protective of your path. I, yeah. I mean, that's part of the first aid, right? Yeah. And the sacredness of what the Lord's teaching us, because it is different mm-hmm. and it's valid and important. And I, I, I still, I, I still, even though it was kind of questioned, I come away thinking Mm-mm, the Lord gave me this for a reason. And I will just now keep it more protected. That's not to say that I won't talk to her about raising an, a gay child or the work that we do at Lift and Love or any of those things, but to be more careful about things that she can't understand. So that's my self-examination on that particular situation. You know, sometimes at church when we're new at this and the pain's raw and hot, we can come off real fast in a meeting or to a bishop. Oh, for sure. That's been there, yeah, done that. Um, yeah, it, it is the protection, right? We go into mm-hmm. protection mode. Yeah. And really like then breaking apart and saying, okay, what's the truth in this? What's her part? What's my part? That that I could only do that when I am like studying and praying and asking that question. And you got to like stop the bleeding. And then like you like, and you're going to get good at this because you're going to get so many wounds that you're going to like, like Allison, like you're on day two and you're already like through mm-hmm. the examination. Like you go through it faster. Yeah. And you, um, and then like you get to healing where this for me, healing is where the love kind of comes in, where I can have love for the people that gave me the Mm -hmm. wounds of the first aid. I have love for myself. I have love for God. This takes some time. This takes some talking to friends. It helps me get the processing out. It takes me crying. It takes me journaling for me. Really. It's in nature. Like I heal in nature. My soul does. How Mm. do you heal with mine is in nature music um temple. i tend huh temple going to the temple, the temple so oh the initiatories and yeah. let me just bring in initiatories if you are endowed um and you are are finding a comfort in the temple and you can get to the temple and get to initiatories <laughs> um i love the initiatories for moms of lgbtq children it's powerful. and dads too but we're not talking about them right now um because they promise us um, to know right from wrong and truth from error. Yeah. And I love the word error. It's a soft, it's not truth from you're flat out wrong. It's truth from error. It's a very gentle um, distinguisher of, of like what those mistakes are. They've made an error. And and I made an error, like, and it's, it's okay. It was just an error. Right. And we're so, human beings and we're messy, right? <laughs> like, yeah. And I love the initiatories for me. Those are sacred. That's a sacred ordinance because it strengthens me and no, it's one of those things like, okay, you'll know when you're in the weeds. Cause we don't want to be in the weeds when we're, I mean, maybe our path has some weeds, but we want to be mostly on a trail blazing new path music. Um, 
I have certain friends who understand and will listen and um, just, of course, family. Yeah. And support our support group. Like so many of our moms have brought us really painful wounds. And I know they have left these meetings feeling a little bit healed. Well, so you need support. There are people on this path that will help you. Yeah. And actually I would, I forget one of the big things is just starting lift and love and, and helping other people yeah. along the path. We, we, you know, when you're on a path, if you're into hiking, sometimes people leave, they're called Karens and they're little piles of, <clears throat> excuse me, of rocks, like in a little pyramid mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that says, this is the way turn here, or you're on the path. And, um, I love that when we get well enough, when we get strong enough in our hiking, you know, when the blisters have healed and we're, we're on this path and we're able to, uh, people are able to leave Karen's for each other. And, um, I think it's spelled K A R I N. I could be totally wrong, (laughs) but, um, but those paths say, Hey, this way, and hopefully soon, yeah. yeah, hopefully the, the, pro, the, this process will, you know, we'll have a well-trodden path to the savior for LGBTQ families as we learn to, um, take care of the, you know, like stop the bleeding, heal. examine yeah. the pain and heal the pain. And we get faster at it. And then as others start learning, cause they are, they're, op- people are opening their eyes to this. And we just have to have that faith. That's the other piece that keeps us strong is the faith that the Lord is teaching others, not just us. And that the Lord is on this path with us. We're not alone. And we're there. It feels alone because there's less people on this path, Mm -hmm. but I want, you know, there is so many of us on this path and so many amazing moms, like the caliber of families that are on this path with you um, is is as good as any other path out there. I want you to realize if not better. And so you were surrounded by people with the best hearts, the best families, the best vision of where they want their families to go. And so do not be afraid. We are here with you. We love you. We are on this path with you and we're helping each other up through getting closer to savior every day and being with the savior at the very end. And so we want you to go and lift and love each other on this path. Sometimes it's going to feel friendless, but that is how Satan wants you to feel. That is not how Heavenly Father wants you to feel. He has put you on this path for a reason. Mm. Figure out the reason. Get your pack full of the things you need and let's go. And we're on the path with you. Uh, reach out to those on our um, our Instagram account. You can see the people that know what you're feeling and reach out to them. And, right. even- and when we... Post our Instagram. Um, you know, we always do our quotes out of this. When we post that, tell us what's in your pack. I want to hear how you're surviving it, right? Like, give us your tips so we could share it with our community to help. You know, because I love like when somebody's like, "Oh, have you tried this like protein bar? It's this most amazing thing for hiking. Like, it's so great." Well, like, and that way you don't goods. have to taste all of the yucky protein bars. You can just go straight to the good ones, right? Well, that so tastes share- like the candy bar. <laughs> Yes. And I want you to know that if you are struggling, feel free to DM Jenny or myself on Instagram. Love to help you. Yeah. Or our emails are on um, the show notes, but um, just there, you're never alone. We're always here and we can um, answer questions and, 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 you know, give our, our, our understanding of what's going on. It might not be perfect for you, but I hope at the very least it sparks in you something that will help you take care of your family in the way that needs to be taken care of. So reach out. Um, 
I would also suggest um, one of the things that I would not keep in my pack. I would not spend a lot of, t- I wouldn't carry negativity with me. And I, I love that empty out things out of your pack that you don't yeah, need. And, and, and some of the, um, some of the, the really important, the bigger like kind of support groups can sometimes swirl in negativity. So back, back off of that when you're not strong enough yeah. and don't consume a lot of negativity when you're going up the, the, the hill, cause it'll make it weigh you down so much harder. Yeah. It's going to weigh you down and make you go slower. Yeah. Oh, so okay, let, bless you on the trail. That's right. We're, All right. We're bye. Here. Love you. Thank you for joining our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the Lift and Love podcast. And if you like what we share, we would be so grateful if you would leave us a five-star rating. For more tips and resources, follow us on Instagram and Facebook under Lift and Love Org and Jenny Hunter Coaching. You can also go to liftandlove.org for loads of information and entry into our free support groups. If you're interested in personal coaching, sign up at jennyhuntercoaching.com. The first appointment is free. But most importantly, remember, you are not alone in this journey. We are building a community of thriving and faithful LGBTQ families who are here to lift and love you.